your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. In Ireland, we have around 35 species of butterfly and over 1,500 species of moth. One Limerick man has been making breakthrough discoveries of rare species of these pollinators throughout Limerick. For this week's episode of Ours to Protect, I met with Kevin Hannan in the city to talk about his lifelong passion for documenting butterflies and moths. I began by asking Kevin how he got involved in this unusual hobby. I, I kind of started into moths and butterflies about 25 years ago. I, I, I was working in engineering all my life. I used to work in Shannon, a company called Mincon, and I used to, when I go to work in the morning, I could drop into Cratlow on the way to work, check the moth traps. I, if I'd work at eight, I'd be leaving it quarter to seven, spend a half an hour, 40 minutes inside doing the mask. I was doing the butterflies for a long time. I was going around the country, checking them out. Every time I see a butterfly, I jump out, take a picture, blah, blah. I had them all recorded everywhere and anywhere. It, kind of, it works slowly then into moths. Sometimes they come across a big moth and I'd be looking at them. And then I realised that, you know, in Ireland we have at most, you know, on a good year, we would have maybe 34 different butterflies. I looked up the figures then. We have at least 1,500 different moths. That number recorded. We probably have another, you know, up to another 100 that we haven't recorded. But they're there. So I, I got my own moth traps in. The next, and very, very lucky, I was looking someplace to put these moth traps, someplace kind of wild that I'd find moths. And I ended up going out to Cratlow. And I got the most amazing number of moths the first couple of times I was in I was flabbergasted so I got in, I got involved with Moths Ireland because I was sending them pictures every day of different moths so eventually I found a moth in Cratlow that hadn't been seen since I think 1916 last time he was seen in Ireland and the name of that moth was Little Thorn, he likes a little small butterfly because he flies in the daytime as well other big ones I got there were I got an orange moth, which is only seen in Killarney. Now, if you got an orange moth, he's quite a big, he's as big as a butterfly. And if you put him on an orange, you will not see him. I used to record everything then with the Biodiversity Centre in Watford. All my records, I would send them on to those, and I'd give them the exact location of where they caught my, or where I trapped the moths. And they would, so that's all recorded, so they know exactly what I have. Wow, and how many would you say you've recorded now? <laughs> moths, probably... 300 I suppose wow and they're mainly the macro moths which are two types of moths there's the macro and the, mic- the micro and now mainly the big ones I was after because it's so hard to identify the sm- a lot of the smaller ones because they're so alike now I used to avoid people that said there's the nut with the net looking for moths and butterflies <laughs> I used to like, laugh at myself I, I really really enjoyed it because you'd always always get something new but always something new going to show up in the net regardless the, 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 the trap is basically a bin with a lot of old egg boxes inside in it and I'd have a, a blue light an actinic light it's blue light uh, like in you see them in the butcher shop yes yeah it's that the frequency of that light attracts insects so they will come to that light and they'd go into the trap and they'd get comfortable on top of the egg boxes I'd come along in the morning a few would get away but they'd be all stuck to the egg boxes I could photograph them write down what they were and if I wasn't sure, take a photograph. Now, people people are giving out about moths a lot. We only know of one that damages clothes, and he's a brown house moth. 
and there are thousands of moths there only one feeds on he, he, he will come and he will feed on cotton or wool or linen now I remember a guy a friend of mine his suit was in the wardrobe went to take the suit up the sleeve fell off it <laughs> it was sewn together with cotton thread and it was a polyester suit and the larva had eaten into the all the cotton oh no on the suit you can imagine it had been in there for a long long time probably going to a funeral or something like that but on his suit and the sleeve was always hanging off it but the larva had eaten that's all he had eaten said. but it doesn't it doesn't affect us much anymore because people don't use as much wool anymore there's a lot of synthetic fibre what would a moth's lifespan be like? they say a month but a lot of them can live an awful lot longer and they overwinter as well like the butterflies some of the butterflies they hibernate for the winter the moths only can they come out at night time they overwinter as well so they have to stay at least 12 months now some of the moths will have a second generation like you'd have an early lot in April, May and then you'd get another lot from the same in August, September now then again you have moths for every month of the year you have different moths for every month of the year you're going to get in December you have a December moth he's a big furry fella keeps it warm for the winter then in January, February, March you'll have Hebrew character, clouded drab. They're the ones you get in January, February. And so forth all through the summer. You, you, you nearly tell the time of the year by what moth you have. I wonder, what's the benefit of a moth to our environment? What do they bring? Well, you, you, if you take the moths, the moths are at night time. They've got to survive as well. So most of them take in nectar. And they'll go to flowers at night time. And they'll pollinate the flowers at night time as well. So it's just not bees it's all the other insects as well like hoverflies all the bumblebees all the moths the butterflies there's a whole lot of them like if you take it and it's all through the winter as well because like the, the bees have all hibernated they're, they're down for the winter so that's left to the winter moths so there you know there's plants that come out in the winter time and they flower in the winter time the moths they, they pollinate that wow okay and what can people plant that would perhaps encourage you leave you leave, thing, you leave the wild things out <laughs> and okay. they, they do it themselves you know they they have their own um, they have their own plants out in the wild. They'll do that. Garden plants really are not for moths. Okay, so they're more the the nettles and the thistles and things like now, that. Now, if you take it, most of the once say most of them, more than half of our butterflies, they're larval food plants, the nettles. People would associate perhaps insects with the countryside, but but there's a thriving variety of insects in Limerick. Oh City. yeah, I, I I was at home. I used to often put an old trap out in my back garden. They would be living in town all the time off the flowers that are there and there'd be lots of them there. I was going up William Street during the week and on what used to be Newsom's window there was a, a moth fluttering trying to get in the window you know, at his own reflection. And I stood, I had to stand there for a while I didn't want people to be looking at me and I looked at him and I, I finally hit, he stopped. Mother of Pearl is his name. It's quite a big moth and it's quite big but he actually looks like Mother of Pearl. So I think we're going to get more and more butterflies in in future years um, because it's just getting warmer here in the summer, more suitable for them. So we, we keep an eye on it all the time because we don't know what's coming. We just don't know what's coming. We actually, we just need more people to record what's there because sometimes we get in um, a monarch butterfly and he would be coming either from the United States or he's coming from the Canary Islands because there's a little um, population in the Canaries of monarch butterflies as well. So and, and you get an odd one showing up in Ireland. Now we'd often get vagrants or coming from Europe as well. They'll often 
or to get lost and they'll end up in Ireland but people need to record them and get a picture of the can and we'll send it off because they don't they don't actually live here If you're inspired by Kevin's recordings check out motsireland.com to learn more about the population and submit your own records irishbutterflies.ie is another great resource to help identify butterflies you find and learn more about what species are exclusive to your county Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Lamont with the television license fee and is a partnership between Live 95 and the IBI. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash.